Hi, traders and friends. This is Elisa Levinson with the Are You Green podcast. Today is Monday, October 26th, and just like Halloween weekend uh, that is coming up, it is a very scary start to the week. Um, you know, we got to laugh and find humor where we can. Amidst this pandemic, the market has dropped severely today. Uh, numbers are as low as they were in April. So for all of the traders and friends out there, I would just reinforce, do not panic sell. I feel like I'm now starting to say this every single podcast episode, but um, again, you know, these drops are temporary. The market will go back up, um, but, you know, just do not panic sell because, you know, that's just kind of adding in to this downpour that we're seeing. So um, with that, we'll kind of go over what's happening with the SPY. It did open this morning at 342 and it's about to close around 337.60. That's a pretty big midday drop. It's down 2.38%. Everyone knows I also follow the XLK to look at the technology sector, which was holding strong last week at levels around, you know, 117. Right now it's at 114.20. So also down 2.24% in the red. Um, My account, of course, has I always, you know, have the question, are you green? Absolutely not. My account is in the red, just like um, most traders who are swing trading or holding anything are probably in the red right now too. And that is okay. You know, I'm, I'm still holding some really great names that I'll talk about a little later on. Um, I did buy just a little bit today. Um, and, you know, we will also talk about that uh, later on as well. The hottest news today, I think, honestly, is just been this market decline. Um, you know, in the face of this U.S. stimulus deal not going through, we have now seen there is like no hope for that deal to go through through you know and before elections. That was the really big thing: is that was an aid package going to come through before the election? Now it is not. Um, on the virus front, the U.S. infections have now hit a record um, highs in recent days and then Europe has taken a step closer to strict rules imposing um, you know more uh, restrictions because of the pandemic a lot of people don't understand the New York Stock Exchange although obviously based in New York it is traded from around the globe um, so you do not have to you know have any type of citizenship necessarily to trade in the stock exchange um, you know these brokers that you sign up with they do work with people around the globe so um, the what's happening in the world also affects the stock exchange and the fact that the European restrictions have gotten um, more intense right now and uh, coronavirus is having another big wave in Europe is also affecting our, um, you know, our stock market over here in the U.S. So, um, you know, just take that into consideration. I do think, you know, this is a a Monday um, and, you know, possibly we can see a little bit of a rise in the rest of the week. I also think that because of the 
the timing with elections very, very close. Um, that is also, you know, bringing down the market. People are selling. Nobody wants to hold during the elections because nobody has any idea what's going to happen. And I also do not. Um, and the one thing that I would say, though, is that I personally am going to continue to hold. I'm not going to sell and take losses. I, you know, do think that a lot of these stocks will um, will bounce back up. A couple of stocks that we'll talk about uh, when we come back are going to be, you know, some of the stocks that are in the news today that have um, hit pretty bad sell-offs. So American Express, Boeing, Salesforce, Honeywell, and Disney. Although I think the Disney levels are, are really not that bad. Um, I have done, as I mentioned before, a buy today, and that was with Hasbro HAS, and uh, we'll talk about that after the break. So diving right back into the news, we know you know that the sell-off has um, been raging in the headlines today. Um, there's a couple of groups that uh, I think are particularly interesting that I wanted to bring up. One of those is the airlines. The poor airlines have been doing everything that they can PR-wise to you know market their cleaning processes, their air ventilation mask policies. Some of them are doing rapid testing. I mean, they're doing everything that they can, but um, the TSA data that was published is showing a drop in daily average of travelers for the first time since um, after Labor Day. So obviously there was a big drop in people flying after the start of the um, you know pandemic. And then they did see in August a slow incline of um, you know people traveling again. And you know by the time we got to Labor Day, they were definitely seeing an increase in travelers and you know hopes were also up that there would be a stimulus deal passed that would you know provide relief to the airlines. So things were on the up and up. Then, you know, the coronavirus is continuing to surge and the stimulus deal didn't go through. So a combination of both of those things, along with the drop in the overall market, has just caused a large sell-off in the airlines. Um, American Airlines is down 6.39%. Everyone knows I am in a very long-term um, swing trade with this name. Um, if this sell-off continues through through the week, I'll continue adding um, in, later on in the week. So we can talk about that uh, a little bit later if it comes to that. Um, United is also down 6.97. Um, the uh, South um, Southwest is down as well as Delta Airlines is down 6%, JetBlue, so all of it. I think out of the group, Southwest is actually doing the best. And it looks like America, um, Alaska had the biggest hit uh, today. So, um, you know, if you are in one of these airlines for the long-term investor, I would stay in, maybe even buy some more at a lower um, amount because, like I said, these airlines, they will go back up. Um, you know, so just do not panic sell on the airlines, but that's what's happening around the country. So just to note, um, as far as the biggest losers are today in the sell-off, 
Uh, we've got a couple of ones to report on. The first one is American Express. They did have earnings last week um, and they're, oh, that was the closing bell. Sorry about that. We did have earnings last week and um, American Express was down 4% today. So, you know, it's just to be expected. They didn't do that well on earnings. And then with the market going down, you know, they were one of the first to uh, get a big hit in the financial market. Uh, we have Boeing. Um, Boeing is down 4% today, over 4%. You know, that goes along with the um, airlines being down. Same with traveler companies. Um, painful to say it, Salesforce was also down today. Um, and, you know, surprise, surprise, it, we've just got a handful of other stocks that have hit um, pretty low numbers. You know, Disney is on my list for, um, you know, one of the stocks that moved more than 3.8%. But honestly, they're still priced at 123 And I, I don't think that they're doing that um, badly compared to, you know, some of the other stocks here. Um, Intel is at a pretty low price. So if you were waiting to buy that, now might be a good time. It's 46.53, down 3.46%. So, um, you know, amongst these this sell-off and these numbers, just keep in mind that, um, you know, you want to hold on to the stocks that, you know, that you think are going to come back up. Just remember what happened in March. Look back at those numbers. Uh, that's one of the, my favorite things about the market is that all of the numbers, it is what it is. It's all public. So and you can look back at every single day and see what happened. So look back and see what happened before when people were afraid of the coronavirus surging. Look back and see those numbers and try to match up the patterns with today. Um, and, you know, if you really feel like this is a good time to sell, then do it. But do not panic sell. <laughs> so, um that's enough about that. Uh, the last top mover that I want to mention is SAP. I know a lot of uh, traders did go ahead and buy some S&P today, um, especially you know when it was really going down um, in the morning, and you know people bought around the 114, you know 45 level. I was watching it. I wasn't going to buy until, you know, 108 and it definitely did not get that low. Um, so I don't really think that this is a good trade to go in on. I think that typically there's not enough volume here. It was, you know, just a news driven because of their earnings and their call today. Um, it, the, the drop that happened. There was a big sell-off, obviously, um, but I just, it's not a trade for me. So um, if you took S&P, best of luck. I do hope that it goes up. Um, if I, you want to know, am I going to take this trade? Absolutely not. Um, not unless it drops tomorrow morning to at least uh, the 108 level, and uh, then we will see. Um, so since we're already segmenting into my personal trades, uh, I'll go ahead and pull up my um, personal trade lock and we'll go after that in a minute.
Let's get personal. So everyone knows that I am holding Beyond, B-Y-N-D. I did sell a portion of it this morning. I'm holding at 172.46. My next ad isn't until 161, um, but I saw a small pop this morning and honestly, I just wanted to take advantage of it and take profits where I can in this market. You know, no one um, should ever be critical of anyone just, you know, taking profits where they can. So even though, you know, 175.15 is not my goal target, I went ahead and sold a small portion there. I made a net positive gain of 2.69 points. So I was pretty happy about that. Um, But note, I'm still holding a portion. And even at the close, it closed at 164.54. I'm not going to go ahead and buy there. I'm going to stick to my level. And, you know, if it does hit the 161, uh, 20 level. I'm going to go ahead and buy um, there, even in this market. So uh, we'll see what happens with Beyond. As I mentioned before, um, you know, I am holding two of the biggest losers in the market right now, and I am absolutely not going to panic sell them. So I'm holding DKNG at uh, an average of around 45, and I'm holding PEN, P E N N at an average of 67. Um, obviously, you know, both of these have been down more than 10% for me, um, which, you know, is definitely normally a, a threshold that I have to sell and take my losses. But due to the market where it's at and, um, you know, just the fact of what time of year we're at, I know that coming up in November and December, people are going to be betting like crazy. So I don't want to take a loss on these really great betting companies, DraftKings um, and Penn. And uh, and I, I just want to hold on and um, and see what happens in the next couple of months here. So yeah, but you know, I did want to share with you that I am holding those losers and they're not winning anytime soon and I'm still going to be holding them. So um, if you need a friend to uh, keep you from panic selling, I am that person and do not panic sell. Um, I did go ahead and buy today in this crazy market. I went ahead and bought Hasbro. I bought it at 83.40. I did not go all in on this trade and I do have other ads out there. I think that this is a great stock to buy, especially before the holidays. My next ad is at 81, and then I have a final ad at um, 80, and my stop is pretty low, uh, is pretty far underneath there. So, I mean, if it drops to 73, then I will stop out. Um, but I'm going to be, you know, again, buying into it at those other levels, and I feel like this is going to be a really good trade in the coming weeks. So I'm excited to watch that with all of you guys. Um, Let's stop talking about today because today has been rough. Uh, Let's talk about tomorrow, Tuesday, October 27th. In the midst of this sell-off, we are still in earnings season. Earnings season is a great time to take advantage of volatility in the market, 
fast moves, exaggerated moves, while other people are being emotional, we should be focused on the data and the charts and trade, you know, based on the indicators that we have, um, make a good plan and follow it. So that being said, I am um, watching a lot of stocks tomorrow at the open because they have pre-market earnings. There's a list of, I don't know, about 100 stocks that have earnings tomorrow. It was hard for me to go through and pick some of my favorites, but I did um, for you guys. So um, we'll just go through this list really as quickly and as efficiently as I can. So for pre-market, there's a few that I'm going to be looking at. Uh, number one is MMM. This is 3M. I'm obviously going to be looking at this stock because 3M provides a lot of the PPE. So I think that there'll be a lot of eyes on their earnings report, a lot of volatility and movement, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, they did have a drop today at the low around 164. Um, if they do drop pre-market, I would look to buy maybe starting around 163 but that's the thing about earnings is that I don't know what's going to happen pre-market so that's what I would say is to not put any live orders in instead you know log on early tomorrow see what happens in the pre-market and you know place your orders at nine o'clock so I mean some people trade even earlier um, market officially opens at 9 30 eastern standard time but I like to look at what's happening around nine o'clock and what stocks have really made a big gap. When people talk about gaps, it's basically saying that, you know, from when it opened and closed on Monday, you want to look at where it's hitting after hours. If there's a big disparity, then you know that, you know, there's going to be some volatility um, and, you know, there might be a good chance where we can take advantage of people's emotions either by shorting the stock or by longing it. Um, so yeah, so 3M, MMM. Another one I'll be looking at is MRK. I have to tell you as much as I talk about, you know, only looking at the charts, I do kind of have a bitter taste for this stock. Um, you know, back in March, I had a couple trades with them that didn't go my way. Um, and then I had another trade with them that was one of the best trades that I've ever had um, in September. So, you know, I'm really all over the place with MRK. Um, but I know that if I follow the pivots and my strategy, it can be a really great stock to trade. Again, you just cannot have any opinions in this. You just really need to see what happens. So what I find really interesting about that stock right now is that you know for the past six or seven um, trading days they've really it's really been in between the pivots of um, 80 at that top quarterly pivot and 78 at that bottom quarterly pivot so um, you know if it goes outside of those pivots that's what I'm going to be really interested in possibly shorting it at 82 there's a strong pivot there and then possibly longing it at 76 76. So um, again, I'm going to have to watch to see where it goes and uh, and then I'll take action accordingly. So you should definitely watch MRK 
as well. Um, along the same industry as MRK is uh, Pfizer, PFE. So um, I'm going to be really interested in, in seeing Pfizer. Um, that one honestly has not, uh, you know, had as easy as a pattern to follow as MRK. So I'm going to need a really big movement for them. Um, again, you know, with these stocks, you want to see how in the patterns they traded in the past 90 days, even look at also um, during, you know, the major uh, pandemic crash in March and April and see how it reacted then take those levels into consideration. So um, I do consider this one a little bit riskier because again, um, their spread has just been larger. So, uh, but I'm gonna have my eyes on it. Um, a stock that I'm expecting to drop tomorrow is uh, JBLU. So, you know, I'm definitely not considering a long, that's JetBlue, um, but you know, if for some reason they have a high pop like they did a few days ago up to, you know, 13, I would consider um, shorting it. So we'll see uh, what JetBlue has in store for us destination-wise on uh, Tuesday morning, tomorrow morning. Um, another stock that I'm going to be watching is CROX. They have pre-market earnings tomorrow as well. You know, Crocs, uh, despite what you think fashion-wise, their um, you know stock has been doing fairly well in a market that has been very difficult for uh, retail. So it's been a really interesting stock to watch. Um, so I'm going to you know see what the movements are. I might consider a long if it goes down to 47. Um, but again, a lot of these stocks that um, are going to be going through earnings, I'm going to have to pick what I call like a winner. So I'm going to have to pick one of them to really focus on. You know, a problem that people have is they look at the list of 100 earnings, they look at those charts, they think that they're ready, but they can't watch all of those stocks at once. So it comes to a point, you know, tomorrow morning, I'm going to look at the movement and I'm just going to pick a couple to really have my eyes on. Um, something that people miss a lot in trading is, um, you know, they miss things because they're afraid of missing out. So it's it's a total backwards um, situation because basically what happens is, is that they know that there's going to be crazy movements. For example, I've picked seven stocks to look at pre-market. They know that there's going to be a crazy movement in those seven stocks. They're afraid of missing, you know, the one winner so that they think that they can watch them all. Again, that that is a very difficult strategy. It's so hard to keep an eye on all of these stocks, especially right at the market open. So I would, I'm definitely, you know, I'm personally going to look at these seven stocks tomorrow morning, and then I'm going to narrow down the list, maybe pick one or two to watch off the open. The other ones I'm going to put, you know, out of sight, out of mind, unless, you know, something comes up on the scanners or, you know, something really disrupts it. But what I'm basically telling you is that if you try to catch and chase every single fish you're not going to catch anything so you really need to you know focus um, that's something that I actually like about trading is that there are endless opportunities to make money do not be so hard on yourself if you miss a big movement off the open um, you know do not worry because there will be more opportunities in the future Okay, 
so that rant is over. <laughs> um, another stock that is in that top seven list for pre-market earnings is ECL, Ecolab. So they have had a really big spread recently. I mean, you know, when you've got a stock that's got highs of 207 and lows of, you know, 197, you know, you know that there's going to be some good room for large movement there. Um, so this is definitely one that I'm going to be watching um, off the open, either to short or long. Again, just depending on where I see people selling and buying um, in the pre-market. But I'm excited for that one. Um, I don't view that one as being... Um, as risky, you know, I mean, obviously risk just depends on where you're buying and selling, but overall I'm, I'm excited to watch that one, um, honestly more than the drug companies. So, um, so yeah, I'll report back tomorrow, of course, what happens, which ones I do end up really watching and which ones I don't. Um, but yeah, the last one on that list of seven is SSTK. So that is Shutterstock. Um, the reason why I really want to watch this one is because the movements, uh, the volume, you know, in the past 90 days has been decent and they have been slowly grinding up. Um, so I'm really interested to see what happens in their earnings. Um, you know, I'm looking for a big drop to go long and we'll just have to see where that comes. Ideally, I would like to be long at like, you know, 55. Now, mind you, they've closed uh, today at around 62. So um, it would take a big drop. But again, I do think that that will be an interesting stock to buy especially with the holidays coming up. So I'm excited to watch that one. So just to recap on pre-market earnings, I'm watching MMM, I'm watching MRK, PFE, ECL, JBLU, CROX, and SSTK, if you want to write all of those down. Um, one thing I'll say about these abbreviations, when you first start trading, you're like, this is a nightmare. After a while, you realize it's actually just so much easier to have these abbreviations so you can quickly talk about the companies, you can quickly look at things and type in their names. So um, I'm so sorry if these uh, acronyms are, uh, you know, saying the ticker names is annoying, but I promise you the faster you learn big tickers, uh, the better you're going to be trading overall. So that's the end of the pre-market list. There are some stocks that I'm gonna be watching during the day that are gonna be rec the recording earnings after the market. So I have five stocks um, that are that I'm gonna be watching, you know, to see how they do today because I know that they're gonna be recording earnings after the market closes. These stocks, I really, really wanna tell you, I am not going to hold them overnight. Yes, primarily I am a swing trader. That is mostly due to the PDT restriction. I'll go into that at another time. But yes, mostly I am holding, you know, I'm buying for swing trades. So like, for example, I bought HAS today. I'm going to hold HAS for a few weeks. You know, sometimes I hold a trade for 24 hours. Sometimes it's, you know, two months. It really just depends. But um, something that I just wanted to preface for these stocks, 
because they are going into earnings, it's extremely unpredictable which way they are going to go. Yes, I did hold Tesla into earnings if you have been paying attention, but that was a completely different situation. So um, heed this warning, be careful holding stocks into earnings. Now, that doesn't mean that I can't trade them during the day and then, you know, buy more the next day. But um, all of these five stocks that I'm going to list, they're only going to be looked at for intraday trades. And I will, you know, probably end up selling them even if I'm in the red at the end of the day because I just don't know what's going to happen going into earnings. Um, so, all of those warnings, that being said, um, the five stocks that I'll look at day trading before the market closes tomorrow are AMD, Microsoft, which is MSFT, Jupiter, JNPR, uh, First Solar, which is FSLR, and Denny's, D-E-N-N. The reason why I'm gonna be looking to buy those and sell those tomorrow is because those stocks have a lot of volume and have had volatility in the past, and they're gonna have a lot of speculation on earnings, which is gonna make a lot of emotional buying and selling happen. So that's what I'm gonna be paying attention to. Those are the stocks that you know I might buy at a long or short, um, you know, depending on again what the movement is throughout the day. So just for an example, let's look at Microsoft. I'm choosing this one because I think that it's you know it's a very safe stock. Um, if I do short it, it would probably have to be around you know the 216 level or higher. And if I go into a long, um, you know, there is, there's a couple weekly pivots, but it would have to be around $200. So, you know, we'll see what the movement is like. Um, honestly, Microsoft doesn't have such a large spread. So again, it will just have to depend on, you know, what it will be. But, you know, I'm gonna definitely make sure that I can close the trade. I can sell it or buy it you know, depending on if I go short or long, so that I'm not holding it overnight um, into earnings just because you never know, especially with this market, you just don't know. Um, with AMD, they, you know, I am expecting a big intraday shift with that. Even if you look today, AMD opened around 82, spiked to 84, went back down to 80, and then closed around 82. I mean, that is just beautiful movement like it's gorgeous you know it doesn't get any better than that there's a ton of volume on this thing so i mean if i look to short it i would probably be looking at a at a higher level you know maybe 86.50 something like that um but again we'll have to see what happens tomorrow at the open um but i would consider a long at 78 um you know if it got down to there i would even consider longs around 79 just depending on the movement and you know maybe even along around 80 so that one is going to be um really interesting to watch but i will close out of that trade before earnings so i don't get stuck in anything um the last one that i'll dive into from that list is fslr this is a solar stock. It's been really hot recently, along with you know the JKS. So I know that the volume is definitely there. 
Um, I also, you know, know that right now it's trading a bit high. So, you know, if it goes up to 87, uh, you know, 87.60, something like that, or 87.40 even, I would probably short it tomorrow. Um, but, you know, my favorite is going long. And, you know, I might consider longs down in the 80s tomorrow. So, again, I'm just going to be watching the movement. It is kind of hovering around this, like, 82.30 pivot line. Um, so that makes it feel pretty good, you know, if I'm below that pivot. Um but you never know because there's also a large pivot down at 77. So, I mean, if I buy tomorrow at 82 and that thing keeps dropping, 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 if I, you know, if, if it continues to drop past 80, I'm just going to lose those $2 and be done with it, you know, those two points. So um, it really, you know, just depends on what the movement is. But again, I'm, I would just not hold these stocks overnight tomorrow because of earnings. And you always want to look at that, you know, um, are, are any of the stocks that you're buying, are they going into earnings? Um, because, you know, if you obviously if you're holding for the long haul, like, you know, if you're holding it for a long term investment for a couple years, then that's fine. But if you're doing short term swing trades, um, then, you know, you got to be really careful when it comes to earnings. So, you know, that's kind of my uh, last piece of advice for the day. Um, as I say that, I just think of something else. Just do not worry because of the stock market going down today. Just take a look at where the market was before in March and April and how quickly it recovered. If you know that, hopefully, will make you feel better. You know, the, the market is very volatile, and sometimes it can feel like you know this is the end, things are crashing down, but it's not. And um, just do not worry, there are lots of traders that are you know in your same exact position. Um, a really brilliant group of traders once told me that once you learn everything there is to learn about swing trading and day trading, no, I mean, I guess you can never learn everything there is to learn, but even once you're very comfortable trading, I'll say that, once you hit a very comfortable level, you feel like you really know what you're doing, at that point, trading is still 70% mental. There's a lot of psychology that goes into this, a lot of control, a lot of emotions, and you really need to keep yourself in check. So do not panic sell, and uh, maybe take this time to um, not hit the sell button and instead look at some trading psychology. Um, one of the most famous uh, people I know who speaks about trading psychology is Kim Ann Curtin. She is incredible. Um, so, you know, she has a book, I think it's called The Wall Street Coach, but she also has some amazing things on YouTube and podcasts. So check her out and uh, stay safe out there, traders. See you tomorrow.